Hey, welcome back to another episode of The Social Light. Today, I'm super excited because I'm talking to Sayla Brooks. Sayla is a super fun TikToker. She's always on a different adventure, and she just promotes so much positivity. I definitely recommend you checking out her videos before listening to this week's episode. For any new listeners to the podcast, every week I sit down and talk to a different influencer from all around the world. I love to learn about their experiences, their future goals, and even sometimes I share some helpful tips for anyone wanting to become a creator themselves. Anyways, let's dive into the podcast. Hey, Sayla, welcome to the podcast. How are you today? I'm so good. How are you? I'm good. So for anyone who isn't familiar with like the content you make, do you want to just talk a little bit about what you do? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I live in a school bus with my best friend, Theo. Um, we just travel around the country spreading positivity and teaching people how to live life different, which just means, you know, just waking up every single day and like taking everything for how it is and like knowing that there are no bad days. There's just less good days. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's like such a great message and so much positivity in your content. So Thanks. when did, yeah, of course. So when did you get started on TikTok? I got started on TikTok during quarantine this last year. I was living in Europe and everybody got sent home. And so I flew back and I was just really bored and stuck in my apartment by myself. And I didn't even know what TikTok was like, cause I had been in Europe the entire year. And like, when I came back, everybody was already obsessed with it. And like the renegade was a thing. And I was like, okay. And I just like started watching them and I like posted like two or three and I was like, no wait, this is weird. And then one day during the summer, I posted like five in one day and got to 10,000 followers by the end of that day. Wow. Yeah. And by the end of the week, I had 100,000 followers. And I was like, okay. I was like, what What do I do with this? And like, it was funny because I posted like one trend and then like a vlog of me making a Power Bowl, a video of me like surfing, another one of me longboarding. Like they were all so different that I was like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to do on this app. Like, I don't know. Like, like everybody always asks, what'd you go viral for? And I'm like, everything. <laughs> but it's interesting because your content still is kind of everything. You show so many different experiences that you do every day. Yeah, I just think that that's the better way to do it. I feel like so many creators get like stuck in a niche and then you have to do that forever or else people are, like not want to watch your content anymore. But like my stuff's changed so much from when I started. When I started on TikTok, I drank all of the time and like took 12 shots of tequila and then floated in a pool. <laughs> and like now I'm like very not, I'm like, yeah, we're sober to a certain extent. But like, <laughs> like since then I was doing flight school and like flying planes. Like now I live in a school bus. Like it's, it's really different. Yeah. Now, the one thing, though, that you do in, like, a lot of your videos is you say, like, what's up, babies? And it's kind of like you're saying until you start your videos. <laughs> How did that kind of, like, come to be? I used to say that to all my friends, like, at school. Like, every time I walked in a room, I'd be like, what's up, babies? And, like, I call every single person baby, which gets me in trouble sometimes with, like, people's girlfriends or, like, other things. Like, when I first met Theo, there was this girl that he was friends with, and, like, she heard him on the phone. Like, like, she just, like, heard, she was, like, he was on the phone with her, and I was, like, I just got in the bus and was like, what's up, baby? He's like, so you're dating this girl now? I'm like, well, I'm like just like going off on him. And I was like, no, I just call everybody baby. (laughs) And I like it a lot. Like I had an aunt that did that. And it just feels so comforting and like loving. Like it just feels like you really do care about people. And like, that's, I really do. 
Yeah, it's so true. And it's like kind of that like brand you've created for yourself because like, I don't know, like when I'm texting you, you text me that and I'm like, oh, like, I don't know. It just gives you this like a little gush of like positivity. Oh, I love that. (laughs) So what is it like creating content on the road? Like, do you ever run into any problems with it? Mm, Yes. Like when I was in Utah, when I was in Moab, I didn't have any service. So I had to drive two hours a day just to post. (laughs) And like spending like three to four hours of my day, leaving camp, driving into town, making a video, posting a video and then driving back like an hour and a half was just really obnoxious. And like everyone's like, oh, then why don't you just take a week off? And I'm like, I'm literally I'm so addicted to it. And like then I wouldn't get to share my life with people. And like. Like there are so many sacrifices I'm make just to like continue to like have this community. And like, I think that it's also because like I get comments on my posts that are like my videos are people's reminders to like eat and things. So I won't go as like, I hate to go a date without posting. Yeah, that's like real genuine commitment. But it's true. Like when you look in like your comment sections, people are so gushing about your content, whether it be about like food or just positivity or just people just genuinely really appreciate what you're posting about. Like, that must make you feel so good. Yeah, it really does. I never knew how much of an impact I had. I don't know. It's also like I run into like six or seven people that will recognize me daily in public. And like yesterday, I was at Five Guys with my friends and like this girl, Celeste, came up to me and just like was gushing and raving about how like much I've like changed her life. I ran into this girl in the river that was like, she's like, I watch your videos every single day to get me to eat. I had another girl that was like, you're the reason I'm like living in a van now. And I was like, this is insane. Like, and it's so cool to like see that like firsthand. Like you read the comments and you're like, okay, I guess. But like, it's so different when people are telling you in real life. When I have like my friends coming up to me and be like, you changed my life. Yeah. Wow. Now, like, like we've said, you are kind of all over the place, like in terms of like you're on your bus and you're in California, then you're in Florida or you're in Utah or like you're just all over the place. So do you find that in some areas people recognize you more and in other places people recognize you less? Like I know that some people say on TikTok it kind of pushes out videos by region, but do you find that people can recognize you like all across the country? Every single state I've been to, I don't think there's been a single day I haven't been recognized in like three months. But do you like that or does it kind of stress you out? Honestly, I guess I get that question a lot. And like, no, I don't mind at all. Like people are just excited and like happy to see you. And like, that just makes me smile. I get it from the perspective of people being like, I want my privacy. But like, I post my whole life anyway. (laughs) What kind of privacy am I looking for? Yeah, you're kind of asking for it, I guess. (laughs) Exactly. I was like, what what do I expect with 4 million followers? Like. Do you find that like most people who come up to you are like teenagers or are people like around your age? Depends on where I am. Um, In Florida, it's literally, it's just mainly been like college students, like other kids my age and stuff. But that's because I'm like out doing things that college students would be doing. Yeah. But like if I'm at the grocery store, like I will have little kids run up to me and be like, oh my God, you're Shayla. I'm like, that's me. (laughs) Well, you're so recognizable too, like with your curly hair and everything. Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) So, and like we've talked about, your posts are very, like, genuine. And they're, you know, you post a lot of vlogs. Like, you post a lot about your day. And they're almost like diary entries. Like, to me, they seem so honest and genuine. Do you ever have a hard time being so open on camera? 
So when I was a kid, my mom used to lie to me and tell me that there were cameras and the light bulbs at our house so that she was always watching me. That made me think that also everyone in the entire world was watching me. Like I never explained myself to people, like my emotions or my feelings or what was going on because I assumed that all my friends at school went home and turned on the TV and were watching my life. Like the Truman Show. Like the Truman Show. And so I've lived my whole life like that. Like I, I am beyond comfortable letting people know everything about me. Like, I don't think that there's anything I need to hide. And I think that the more vulnerable I am, the more effective like my content is. Yeah, I would say that that's true. I think that when you look at anyone who's being successful, especially on TikTok, like it's just people who are just genuinely talking to their phone as if it is a human in front of them. Yeah. And so we've kind of already talked about this, but you can tell that you're like very keen to connect with your audience. I mean, I know that also you'd spend time responding to lots of comments I was going to say a lot of posts, but yeah, a lot of comments. You spend time responding to a lot of the comments on your posts. So you do find that that's very important to like connect with your audience and you genuinely enjoy doing that. Yeah, absolutely. I don't ever get when I like click on creators posts and they like don't comment back or anything. And I'm like, I just, I hate the whole concept of like, I know that whole Charlie D'Amelio thing blew up earlier this year where she like referred to people as numbers and I get what she was doing. That wasn't it at all. But like, I hate the idea of like, not celebrating a milestone or like not appreciating the people that make you what you are because I wouldn't uh, not to say I wouldn't be shit without them because I'm still myself but like I wouldn't have this platform if they weren't a part of it yeah like I couldn't I couldn't live my life off of TikTok if it wasn't for the people that like support me and so like if I can take a couple minutes out of my day to sit there and just be like hey like I recognize you and I see you and I appreciate you for supporting me Like, I can do that. And I love doing that. How many comments do you say you read? Or, like, how much of your time gets spent reading comments? Mm, Probably, like, an hour a day. (laughs) That's actually crazy, though. Like, it doesn't... In one way, it sounds like a lot. In one way, it doesn't. But I could imagine if you spend an hour a day reading comments, you read practically all of your comments, then I would assume. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Top to bottom, I do read them all. I'm not going to lie. On my birthday post, I just knew it was a bunch of happy birthdays, though, so I didn't... (laughs) (laughs) that's understandable that's understandable yeah so you talked a little bit about how like without your followers you couldn't be doing what you're doing do you want to talk like a bit about how you make money on the bus I'm sure a lot of people are like how on earth do you do this I want to really quickly pause this week's episode to remind you of a little competition I have going on If there is a social media influencer that you really admire and look up to, and you want the opportunity to come on the show and ask them one of your burning questions, then all you have to do is leave a review of this podcast and let me know who your favorite influencer is. To learn all the details about this competition, be sure to check out the show notes. It is all detailed there. Anyways, I hope you're enjoying this week's episode and let's get back into the podcast. Right. So TikTok Creator Fund uh, does pay me, but my, I'm also, I also have my managers, ubiquitous influence that like get me brand deals and things. So like doing like a toothpaste ad or like I did an ad for Netflix a couple of weeks ago, doing this Hollister commercial in LA is going to like pays me, but also Theo and I sell stickers on our cool bus account, which are just live life different with like the school bus logo on them. And like we sell the two of them for like $4 and 50. 20 cents um and just like sit there and we'll we handwrite all the addresses and like go through all the names and respond to all these people on Venmo and like that that covers all our gas that covers all our food like I don't even touch my like creator fund money unless I'm like going skydiving (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, that's pretty cool. I'm going to have to check out the stickers because that sounds like a lot of fun. And I think I had seen, I don't think it was your video. I think I saw Theo's video talking about how you guys do the sticker thing, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, I like it a lot. Have you had like good experiences working with brands? Have you enjoyed doing that? Yeah, sometimes it's really weird. Like sometimes I hate doing ads, but it does pay. (laughs) (laughs) And like also brands that I'm like really enjoy or like I'm really interested in. Like Theo and I are working on something with a Slackline company that we both do because we both use like Slacklines. Like I want to do something with this longboard company because I ride their longboards. Like when it's something that I actually use every day, that's awesome. And like, I don't say yes to anything but things that I would use. Yes, yes. Oh my gosh, I would love to go longboarding with you. I longboard too. I'm like, oh my god, that'd be so much fun. Come to LA. I literally just fly in for a day just to longboard with you. That sounds so fun. Yes, that'd be awesome. I was gonna say, yeah, like the TikTok creator fund's pretty cool though. I mean, I was talking to someone else who's in Canada and they don't have the TikTok creator fund. So they- Yeah. Yeah, they post a lot of like work with other brands and stuff. And they'll even write in the comments like, hey, guys, like I'm not trying to like feed you a bunch of ads. Like I'm just trying to pay my bills and don't worry, we'll be back to normal content tomorrow. But it's interesting how people have integrated like ads into TikTok because I feel like people are pretty creative about it. Yeah. Yeah. I try to be smooth with it. Sometimes they're really subtle and I get really proud of myself for those. But um, yeah, I I just it's interesting how many creators do them Mm -hmm. it's like a job yeah and like sometimes honestly I don't even know it's an ad until I look and it's like hashtag ad I'm like oh well obviously you did a good job because I didn't realize I was being given an ad so that's great yeah so what would you say has been like the craziest best experience in terms of your adventures so far hmm oh that's really hard that's really hard. Probably going to Yosemite National Park with Theo. No, no. After that, we went to Squaw Valley to go ski. And like Theo had never skied before a day in his life. And by the end of the day, we were doing like all of like the big jumps and things and like going off like the parkour park. And like go- we went down a double black mountain on our first day, like skiing. I hadn't skied in like two years. And it was so beyond fun. Like we both got stupid hurt over and over and over again. <laughs> I like a tree bank. But like, I don't know, that stuff just makes me laugh. Like, it's so fun. Yeah, that's that's so much fun. Do you ever have a hard time being in the moment while trying to, like, film and share the adventure you're on? Yeah, I do struggle with that sometimes. It's really hard because I'm like, there are times, like, when Theo and I go on hikes, I don't film a single thing. And, like, I end up having to, like, airdrop myself his clips and stuff because I am too lazy to film. And, like, that really messes up my content. But, like, then our videos are too similar. <laughs> And like, but like, sometimes I just really don't want to, like, sometimes I really just want to enjoy where I'm at, but I also want to be sharing the experience with my audience. And I'm like, dang, I don't do enough cool things to not film it. <laughs> I don't know. You do a lot of cool things, but, yeah, <laughs> but it is nice that you guys can kind of like collaborate like that. So then if you really just don't feel like doing like filming, then you have that option. Yeah. So what would you say has been the best thing to come from your following? The fact that I get to live in a school bus. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. And I dropped out of college because of it. <laughs> are you keen to go back to college or are you like very happy with what you're doing? I'm, <laughs> this is what I want to do for the rest of my life is the biggest thing. And like a lot of people are confused because I dropped out in February and I was supposed to graduate in May. And the biggest thing was that like 
I could not do online classes and live in a bus right now. It's not possible, especially with Theo not doing school, like him waking up every morning and being like, I'm going to go slack on in the park. And I'm like, y'all don't want me to go with him. Like, that's not possible. There's no way I could still be taking classes right now. Like I think about like, I, what is it? April? Like, <laughs> I know it's still March. Like I have friends who are like taking exams and things right now. And I just like, I wouldn't have been able to live my life to the fullest this semester if I was in school and I can always go back. Like you have four years that those credits are good for. And it's literally four classes. I could take them anytime. I could take them one at a time. I got an international studies degree so that I could study abroad. Like while I was in college, that was it. And I did that. <laughs> and I'm, I'm never going to use that degree. And like, I'm never going to work a real job either. So I don't need it. And I mean, by the sounds of it, you're doing very well from like TikTok or like you're talking about how you're going to LA to work with Hollister. Like you're doing very well in the path that you're on right now. So why stop that just to go to school in this moment? Yeah, I get a lot of questions about people asking me why I stopped flight school and stuff too. I got a skydiving accident last like last year. Oh no. Like, November and I, both my eardrums like exploded and I lost my hearing in both ears. Like I was completely deaf. When I met Theo, I was deaf. Like I, I my hearing was at like 15 to 20% in both ears. Like I couldn't hear anything. And it took like six weeks for it to like finally start getting back to normal. And if flying again consistently like that, every time I get on a plane, it messes up my ears. And so, like, I can't do flight school anymore. Like, that just can't be a part of my life. And I think that that happened for a reason, though. Like, that was right when I met Theo. And, like, that had to happen for me to stop, like, flying, to, like, stop being a part of that. Yeah, I find things like that is just crazy. Like, you'll have situations happen to you. I mean, definitely the pandemic. And it can look like such a negative at the time. But I am of the belief that things just happen for a reason. And, like, you can't see it right now. But everything will, like, work out. So that's a prime example. Uh, that is so true. So, you know, from TikTok, obviously, you've made all these amazing connections with, like, your followers and you know, it's so genuine. Have you also made connections with other creators on the app? Oh, absolutely. Mike Panero, Maddie Westbrook are probably my best friends on the app. Olivia Ponton's one of the nicest girls I've ever met. Stupid sweet. Her and I will do FaceTime dates to like eat food, which is so cool. Yeah, I've met some really genuine creators. I've also met some people that are just not what they are online. Like a lot of people are a personality and I get that. Like get your bag, do what you do you. But like, I don't know. I really look for the authenticity and that like being genuine. Those like those are just part of my moral values. Is just gratitude and authenticity, being genuine, and like that's hard to find sometimes in this world, especially like creators in LA. It's like I went and hung out with an entire group of people, and it was just like really passive aggressive the entire time. Like everybody's competitive in everything they do. Like, even in just playing, like, a drinking game. I was like, this is, like, y'all are insane. I was like, just have fun. Like, the second you care about winning, it stops being fun. Yeah. It's interesting, though, because, like, as a viewer, I think sometimes people can start to tell who's genuine and who's not. Like, I think people who aren't genuine kind of fade over time. Would you say that? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So obviously you have made like great connections with some creators. Like how have you made these connections? Is it like you DMing them saying like, hey, what's up or following them? Or like, how do you actually end up making these connections with people? Um, Yeah, I would say like following people on the app that already follow me or like just even if they don't follow me, I'll spam their comment section. 
until they do follow me. <laughs> um, and then DMing them and being like, hey, I'm going to be in wherever you're from like this next week. I'd love to hang out with you. Just grab coffee. Just like do something like come hang out in the bus if you want to like and like spending time with them from there. Yeah, so genuine. And I'm sure I'm sure spamming the comments, it helps having the blue check mark too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so do you have any advice for anyone wanting to grow on TikTok? Post every day, twice a day. When Theo and I first started hanging out, he wasn't a content creator. Like he had, he used to post on TikTok like a little bit and like had like 8,000 followers, but hadn't posted in a year. And then he posted every day, twice a day. And within three months, he had a million followers. And that's what I did. Posted every day, twice a day. And three months, I had a million followers. And we did that with our friend Trip. We did that with our friend Travis. Travis is at 250K now after a month. Trip was doing it consistently and then he stopped, but he was at like 50K or 20K. You really can do it. People don't care what you're doing on this app. Like there are so many people that are famous for so many different things. There are so many different sides of TikTok. People are famous for making slime. People are famous for making music. People are famous for catching lizards. Like people don't care what you do as long as you do it every single day. I can't say that I've been on lizard catching TikTok, but yeah. I do. They, they, ha- they catch them with lizard lassos. It's a, it's a piece of floss on the end of a stick and you lasso lizards. <laughs> what on earth? I have never seen it's this. It's so cool. I'll send it to you later. Okay. It's the coolest thing I've ever seen. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Um, and do you have any like upcoming goals or things you're looking forward to? I'm just finding a reason to smile every day. That's it. That's always the goal. Oh my gosh. I love that. Well, thank you so much for talking with me. I know like you're super busy. Ah, life is what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, have a great day and I'll talk to you later. Oh, thank you so much, Lizzie. Also, I love you. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Socialite. I had so much fun speaking with Sayla. She is so sweet and so kind. I hope you come back next week for another episode with another amazing guest. See ya!